The old renaissance is the new renaissance. Standing on tradition while embracing the spirit of distinction. This is the Harlem Brewing Company. Uniquely crafted beer brewed to deliver a taste, a sound, and a feeling that can only be described in one way. Harlem style. So come and take a trip on the A-Train with our Harlem Sugar Hill Golden Ale and our Harlem Renaissance Whip Beer. The neighborhood original. Sponsored by Harlem Beer Distributing North Carolina. For more information, log on to their website at harlembeernc.com. On December 27th, 1892, Livingstone and Biddle College, now known as Johnson C. Smith University, played in Salisbury, North Carolina with Biddle winning 5-0. Over time, HBCU football has evolved. HBCU football's popularity continues to rise. Millions attend games each year and millions more watch on television. The HBCU bands provide some of the top entertainment in the country. Over that time, some of the best players to ever play in the National Football League played at HBCUs. Every Monday through Friday on the HBCU Football Daily Podcast, national radio and television host Donald Ware takes a look at what's happening in HBCU football and talks with coaches, players, administrators, and media about the season. Make sure you join the conversation on social media now. Here's your host, Donald Ware. Thank you for joining me on another edition of the HBCU Football Daily Podcast for today, Wednesday, October 11th. I'm Donald Ware. It's the hump day edition of the HBCU Football Daily Podcast. Let's transition to week seven of the HBCU season. And I'm going to tell you what, looking forward to the game uh, tomorrow between Fort Valley State and Benedict. That game is going to be played in Columbia, South Carolina at Benedict. It's an ESPN2 broadcast. This game went from being on... uh, ES, uh, it may have even been something else, maybe ESPN Plus to ESPNU to now ESPN2 uh, on a Thursday night. I mean, you don't have college football. Uh, well, you may. There may be some college football that's that's played on a Thursday night. Generally, though, however, uh, those Thursday night games are played on ESPNU. And so this game moved to ESPN2. Uh, you know, kudos. I mean, I got to give big shots out. I mean, I, I have to give proper respect and propers, props uh, to uh, ESPN because I've talked about this the last several years uh, when Deion Sanders was the head coach at Jackson State and all of these games were being broadcast, specifically Jackson State games. And I was like, okay, when when Coach Sanders' time is done at Jackson State, all of these mediums, the bigger mediums, the, 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 the worldwide uh, mediums, if you will, where will they be? And while it's not the same, okay, it's not the same coverage, uh, certainly you look at the MEAC-SWAC Challenge, that was an ABC game. Um, and then you look at, you know, you still have some of the Thursday night games uh, between uh, SWAC schools and between MEAC schools. And now you have this game, Thursday night, SIAC in prime time, Benedict at Fort Valley State. And so let's, let's, we're going to transition to week seven and look at the schedule. And uh, as mentioned, first up on the docket uh, for week seven is the aforementioned Benedict hosting Fort Valley State. Going to really talk about this game tomorrow on the HBCU Football Daily Podcast and to preview 
this game. Now, we hope, we hope to have both head football coaches on the show on Friday on Box to Row on Sirius XM College Sports Radio Friday, 6 p.m. Eastern, 5 Central, and 3 Pacific Time. Uh, ESP, or excuse me, it is uh, uh, Sirius XM College Sports Radio. Uh, that is Channel 84. We will see. So, looking at the rest of the schedule on Saturday, Arkansas Baptist is on the road at Ottawa. Arkansas Baptist got its first victory of the season last week over Texas College, who remains winless on the season. Virginia Lynchburg finally getting a home game. Now, if you know Virginia Lynchburg program uh, came around or it came back, I think they had a program back in the day, came back in 2011 and mostly have been playing a lot of these uh, money games, away games, uh, continuing that program via uh, those monies. Um, But now is going to host a game against Fort Lauderdale. You know, I'd love to see Virginia, and I wonder where Virginia Lynchburg is in the process uh, in terms of, uh, because, I mean, I think in essence, Virginia Lynchburg is a club team in essence. I, I believe, I don't believe it's part of any conference um, with all of the the various games that it plays against the various opponents. And, you know, I mean, honestly, again, Virginia Lynchburg, get your money. I mean, because I think at the end of the day, if you're able to to get them and now, of course, it's, there's there's costs to travel and all of those different things. But if they're able to get enough money to sustain the program, then maybe it could become uh, a a you know a, a, an NAIA or even in uh, I mean, if you look at the footprint, the footprint makes sense for the CIAA. But I mean, Virginia Lynchburg, we can't even talk. I mean, Virginia Lynchburg has a lot of work to do. But I wonder where we are. Uh, in the process, I think that's a question that I will ask and, and get back to you on that. Uh, a, a sneaky game. You know, Tuskegee is hosting Edward Waters. Now, Tuskegee is rocking and rolling, no doubt about it. Only one loss on the season. Uh, you look at Edward Waters, however, 3-3 three and three on the season. Edward Waters is you know, coming off a, a, a last-second victory on Saturday. And this that's a bit of a sneaky game. I, it you know it's one of those games where maybe it could be a blowout for Tuskegee uh, or a win by Edward Waters. One of those sneaky games. But if you're Tuskegee right now, uh, because as I mentioned, Tuskegee's one of the, as I mentioned yesterday, Tuskegee's one of those teams that's undefeated in the SIAC. While Edward Waters has one loss. So if you're Tuskegee, you want to remain undefeated in SIAC play. Central State is hosting Savannah State. Howard is on the road at Harvard. Uh, you know, you talk about two academic institutions, but you're talking about, you know, Harvard's got a, if I'm not, Harvard's got a sound football team and Howard is playing some good football. Two and three record, but you look at, you know, a loss to Northwestern, uh, a loss to Eastern Michigan. Uh, you, you know, Howard, uh, you know, you look at uh, – uh, you look at uh, James, the running back. We had 177 yards in the loss, okay, to Northwestern rushing. Uh, you know, Howard, Howard's got a solid football team. And again, as I mentioned, you look at that MEAC, I think with either of the six schools has an opportunity to win the MEAC crown. Johnson C. Smith looking to bounce back, 
host St. Augustine's. Now, with Johnson C. Smith, you know, you, you don't want to lose, but it was, you know, it, it was the loss to Shaw. But that was Johnson C. Smith's first loss in conference play. Shaw already has two losses. So if you're at Johnson C. Smith, the season, uh, and specifically the CIAA Southern Division, is still ahead of it, okay? So if you're Johnson C. Smith, this is a must win because you still have Fayetteville State ahead of you, uh, who is uh, obviously the defending champ. So this is a must win for Johnson C. Smith to uh, continue to be in the race for the Southern Division crown. Boy, I like the way Lincoln of Pennsylvania is playing. Going to host Elizabeth City State. They've got a good quarterback in Isaiah Freeman going back a couple of weeks ago. The HBCU National Player of the Week. Hampton looking to bounce back. NCAA play is on the road at Monmouth. Shaw and Winston-Salem State play. Shaw is at home. So this is, I think, the second of three straight home games uh, for Shaw. So both of these teams, outside shots, two losses in conference play, but both still have Fayetteville State ahead. So you figure a head-to-head matchup against Fayetteville State and then one other loss by the Broncos has those two teams right in contention. But the loser of this game is out. Uh, Absolutely no doubt about that. Virginia Union is at home against Bowie State. Bowie State got blown out uh, by Virginia State. If you're Virginia Union, you don't even want to fool around uh, with this football game uh, because you're still in contention. And really, the but if Virginia Union has to stay focused because its toughest game um, is going to be Virginia State. Uh, so, and that's the last game of the season. So if you're Virginia Union, you want to stay focused. South Carolina State is hosting Tennessee Tech. Clark Atlanta is on the road at Shorter. Florida Memorial is on the road at St. Thomas. Lincoln of Missouri is on the road at Central Oklahoma. Jackson State hosts Alabama State. So it's homecoming at Jackson State. Should be a, should be a big-time atmosphere, big-time event. And again, Jackson State, I think Jackson State right now, uh, because Florida A&M is playing so well, Florida, uh, Jackson State, it's going to be tough for Jackson State to win that SWAC Eastern Division, having already lost uh, first game of the season, well, for Florida A&M, and Jackson State's second game of the season to the Rattlers. But Jackson State never know what could happen and a a possible outside shot at at an FCS at-large playoff berth. And you got to figure, if we're talking FCS playoffs, um, you know, I think the SWAC as a whole is better this year than it is than it was last year. And when Florida A&M had a nine and two record and didn't get get in, so if you're Jackson State, you went out nine and two, may get you into the playoffs. Not only on the strength of the of the record, okay, in that that the SWAC is better this year, but Jackson State travels well, and the NCAA wants to try to make as much money as it possibly can, thus you know, maybe a, 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 another reason for Jackson State to be in the playoffs. We're a long way away from that because we're halfway through the season, but just something to think about moving forward. Lane 
is at home against Kentucky State. Mississippi Valley State, looking for its first victory of the season, is going to be at home against Arkansas Pine Bluff. Langston, looking to make it four in a row, is uh, on the road at North American in Houston. Texas College is at home against Louisiana Christian. Albany State hosts Allen. This is an important game because if you're Albany State, you want to remain undefeated in conference play. Again, I, I got to reiterate, no East-West in the SIAC. The top two teams are going to make it. And if you're Albany State, you want to stay right there. Meanwhile, Allen has just one loss in conference play. I think a loss by Allen and Allen is all but done the way that this thing is playing out in the SIAC. Fayetteville State is at home against Livingstone. Again, a tricky game. Livingstone is coming off a victory, and Fayetteville State is not playing its best football and is not getting a lot offensively. Beat St. Augustine's just 7 and nothing. okay? Uh, it's getting it done with defense. Fayetteville State is going to have to let, allow for that defense to continue and I would not sleep on Livingstone. Virginia State is at home against Bluefield State. If you're Virginia State, you got to keep that train rolling. Grambling State is on the or excuse me is on is at home against Alabama A&M. It is homecoming in Grambling. Bethune Cookman hosts Texas Southern. It is homecoming in Daytona Beach. North Carolina A&T is on the road against nationally ranked. Delaware, Morehouse hosts Miles, Southern hosts Lincoln of California. That is homecoming, should be a festive homecoming and almost guaranteed a victory in Baton Rouge. Tennessee State homecoming in Nashville is hosting Norfolk State. You know, this is, doesn't mean anything conference-wise for either team. But if you're Norfolk State, you want some momentum going into MEAC play next week because MEAC play begins next week and then it permeates for the rest of the season. If you're Tennessee State, you've had a couple of big wins in conference. You want to continue that momentum, continue getting those victories as you further go into conference play with an opportunity. Only one loss in the Big South OVC, right? So, you know, you're, the Tigers are still in contention for a conference crown. Last game, Prairie View A&M is on the road at Houston Christian. That's a look at week seven in HBCU football. Uh, look forward really tomorrow to really breaking down and previewing that matchup between Benedict and Fort Valley State. Don't forget to tell a couple of friends about the HBCU football daily podcast where you can watch us on the Box to Row YouTube page and you can download or listen to the podcast at BoxToRow.com as well as iHeartMedia.com. Talk with you tomorrow. We hope you enjoy this episode of the HBCU Football Daily Podcast. You can watch on our YouTube page on YouTube at HBCU Football Daily Podcast. Don't forget to get your HBCU football fix on Box to Row with Donald Ware each weekend on a radio station near you and on Sirius XM on the HBCU channel, channel 142, and on ESPNU Radio on Sirius XM, channel 84. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram for the latest in HBCU football. And don't forget to tell a friend.